sister in law. <laughs> I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter four The Leaky Cauldron. Okay. Um, welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. And I'm Alex. And this is Potter Watch. Um, today we are discussing chapter four, The Leaky Cauldron. And I'm sure you all are listening because you know um, the type of pet that Hermione gets in this chapter is a cat. It's a cat. A cat. <laughs> An orange little cat. Okay, I don't know why I'm so weird right now. Yeah. We're kind of, yeah, we're kind of weird. Good lord. Anyway. Save me from myself. Okay, save us, Alex. What did you call this chapter? Um, I called this chapter, um, Allies in the Alley. Ooh. I named it, I was trying to, like, emulate something that you might do. I was like, secrets... Heasels and Weasleys. That's good. That's a they really good all one. They don't all rhyme, but I like it. Secrets, yeah. Keasels, and Weasleys. I wanted to say Weasels because that like you fit, but said, like <laughs> you could have said Weasels. We yeah. would just think you were doing it from the point of view of Malfoy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So what happens in this chapter, Alex? <laughs> Okay, so um, Harry's alone at the Leaky Cauldron because um, someone's responsible. And um, he's allowed to go out every day, but he can only go to um, di- um, to yeah. Diagon Alley. So he goes to Florin Fortescue's, he's shopping around for things, he's looking at all of the different wizarding happenings, he's wondering about... Um, He's wondering about where Ron and Hermione are. He doesn't think to send them a letter. It's fine. And then on the last day, he does find them, and uh, they um, Ron is telling them all about Egypt and their family's trip. And then they go into the pet store, and they and her um, Hermione gets her pet. Ron gets Crookshanks. I'm uh, not Crookshanks. Ron gets Scabbers looked at. That causes an issue. Cat, mouse, whatever. So then they go, and Mister. Um, Harry overhears Mr. and Mr. and Mrs. Weasley talking about Sirius Black and how Sirius is um, after Harry because Sirius killed Harry's is the reason. Oh wait, is that no? No, no that doesn't just happen. That it's Sirius, just that Sirius is after Harry and that Sirius for like Voldemort reasons, right? And that um, they heard um, Sirius in the um, in in Azkaban saying he's at school, he's at school, they assume it's Harry, we know it's not. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, and then Harry, um, they're all going, they get a special ministry car to take them to the, um, to, Hogw- to the train to go to Hogwarts, but Mr. Weasley decides to disobey the minister and try to tell Harry already, but Harry's like, hey, yo, dude, I got you, I overheard you, so you're technically not breaking any laws. And then the most important thing that happens in this chapter is that we... Um, get to see Percy in action with his head boy badge, and it's just a treat. There, there, there we go. That yeah. was our quick synopsis. I know it was so long, but a lot happens. I feel. Um, sorry, they're always longer when I do them because I don't know how to think. I well, and I do them too short or too vague, so um, we'll find a happy medium someday. Maybe. 
Um, my first note is, like, what a dream. Just, like, being able to spend two weeks in Diagon Alley just, like, chilling. Yeah. Ugh. That's what I felt like the day that I went to Wizarding World by myself. Like, without anybody else. I was a teenager, and I just feel like that's how I... <laughs> experience that I was like I can go anywhere I have so much time I'm gonna get myself as many butter beers as I want can't spend too much money like have to control myself like you don't have a Florida uh Florian who can just give you free I know that was one of my uh Harry's allies in the alley Florian but like every half hour really that's like a lot of ice cream i don't think harry's eating other food (laughs) to be fair he needs to like fatten up i mean he's never had ice cream before he had a lemon pop oh Oh, we're gonna get ahead of ourselves actually that was my next note oh okay (laughs) my first note is harry's freedom seems irresponsible now here's what i'm gonna say yes serious if Sirius really was a mass murderer, probably wouldn't go in the middle of um, of oh. Diagon Alley. But I don't know if that's true because he killed thirty people supposedly at once and broke out of thirteen, As- thirteen, whatever. And he broke out of Azkaban, which is supposed to not be able to be true. So the the fact that Harry can walk around an entire city with a bunch of people by himself seems at this time when everybody's like, he can't even, like, if he can't go, if he can walk around Diagon Alley, why can't he walk around, um... Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade is my main issue. Um, the rebuttal. (laughs) Hogsmeade, um, Diagon Alley, just one street, really, and it's full of adult wizards, and Hogsmeade is, like, one street or whatever, but it's, like, all students, and there's not, not like... all a, students. Like, there are like, roaming around oh, and yeah. stuff. Like, there's just less people watching over in, in um, Diagon Alley. It seems a lot more controlled, and, yeah, it's, like, all adult wizards. And, like, I think they know that Black isn't dumb enough to, like, try and attack in Diagon Alley, because, like, even the one before mm-hmm. is, like, Muggles. It's yeah. It's, like, a Muggle street or whatever. New fan theory. Go for it. About Florian. He's undercover? Maybe, well, not undercover, oh. but, or just, maybe he's undercover. That's a good one. But, like, also that maybe he just gives him an ice cream every half an hour to know where Harry is half an hour. It's, like, a, a check-in. Oh, well, I think he, Harry's just sitting there, hanging out, and doing his homework. Oh, that's true. Florian's, like, Oh, that's true. Him. He does say that. But he might be giving him ice cream to keep him there. Like, right. Like, oh, I'm, it's yeah. my turn to watch him kind of thing. Yeah. Because Florian does get, like, taken really early on by, like, Voldemort supporters, which is really Florian. sad. Um, I just love that. I love this whole bit about Florian, like him helping it's so Harry small with his and it's homework. Great. It's so good. And I Harry even thinks about it later. He's like, "Now, what did Florian say about this like mm-hmm. one thing?" And I just like that he's like this history buff, and he's like at this ice he cream shop. He it. would definitely be on Wizard Jeopardy, I think. Oh yeah, love it. So cute, Florian. What a sweetheart. Um. A lot of things in this chapter J.K. Rowling brings back, which I love. Yes, this is, I mean, as I've discussed in the previous chapter, this is, like, one of my favorite chapters. Um, Florian, and my next note was on 
the fireball and how there's a just an off line that's just like Iris International side just put in an order for seven of these beauties and their favorites for the World Cup. Yeah. Next book, guys. They're in the World Cup with I'm, their fireballs. Uh, uh, well done. Like, and I'm sure, like, she she probably had the idea of the World Cup at this point, but it's like, she just goes back to her old work and is like, oh, I'm going to use this, I'm going to use this. Yeah. Like, we talked about her, like, putting in foreshadows, which I think it's probably a combination, and people, I think, criticize her. They're like, she didn't have all of that planned, but... The fact that she, she, read, didn't. she wrote a lot of books, so to go back through old yeah. books is, like, really, I feel... Like, I'm not always saying she, re- she like, planned it, but, like, the fact that she uses it is so great and that she has enough foresight to include extra details when she's writing. Like, mm-hmm. there's no need for her to add that line. Like, yeah. she could have just talked about the fireball, but she added this, like, offline, like, oh, maybe... And she probably, in her head, was like, maybe I'll use this again, yeah. you know? And I think she does have, like, an extensive list of, like, what characters she's already used, what places, what plants, what spells, you know? Like, she is... I just want to see her notes. She's great. Um, I love how reasonable Harry is with his money, which I think, one, is so realistic. Two, what we know about J.K. Rowling, we know that this is also something that she's experienced, like, she... Like, not having very much yeah, money, and then and all like, of a sudden and, having Yeah, money. and then, like, still having that mindset of, like, oh, I can't spend it all here. And then Harry's just so considerate again. Like, we see his compassion in his heart. Like, I, Harry thought about having to ask the the Weasleys for money for his school books. Dursley's. Dursley's. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Why do I keep messing this up? Um... He's like, that would be embarrassing if I had to ask the Dursleys. Yeah, well, they wouldn't give him money for his school books anyway. I, but anyway, my whole point was that, like, I think, I mean, mean, he has the whole, whatever, Sleek Easy's, Potter's, family money. So I don't think him spending it on a couple of ridiculous things is going to bankrupt him. Now, maybe the Firebolt. The Firebolt, maybe, yeah, but. Or at least put a heavy dent. But I think he would be able to buy school books every year, is what I'm saying. Yeah. But he's still reasonable with his money. I said it was very responsible of him to, like, actually do his shopping on time. Because if it was, like, Ron, or even him and Ron together, they would have been, like, doing other stuff. He like also definitely would have splurged if Ron was there. Yeah. And I was like, good on you for, like, in enough time going and getting your stuff on your own. He's also, like, looking for Ron and Hermione. Right. Ugh, that's one of my notes. Why does he not just send them a goddamn letter? Like, somebody explain it to me. he can finally send letters without getting in trouble. Like, he has Hedwig with him, like... The what? World, the and, world? and they said, like, we're going to go there the last week, so why wouldn't he say, like, yes, I'm here. Whenever you're here, like, God, Harry. Harry. So dumb. Or he could have just, either way, he could have just been talking to them the whole time. Like, you would think he would want to spend that last week with the Weasleys. Or just say, like, hey, this is what happened to me. Yeah. No. I can I can't. I can't. But... No, no, Harry. Why would you not send them a letter? Ugh. Because clearly Ron and Hermione have been communicating because she's staying with them. At- yeah. She got there on the same day. Yeah. Um, Monster Book of Monsters? Shouldn't the 
bookstore, like, get the instructions on, like, how to do it? Because it's, like, very simple once you know how to do it. Yeah. Well, I think that part's hilarious anyway. There's so much personality in this chapter in general. Be, like, a poor assistant. Yeah, the manager being, like, just wait a second. And putting on gloves. Just, like, I've been bitten five times. I'm never restocking them again. And, like, the invisibility. I know, the invisible book. I I always think, like, where did they go? I know, it's just (laughs) such a good, it's like, ugh. She's so good. She puts in these one-liners and my head goes everywhere. And I think you and I really like this chapter, and I'm sure a lot of other people do too, because it's similar to like when we go to the Jer- the Weasleys for the first time, and you yeah. just you get to see a bunch of just like how the wor- Wizarding World works. Um, I said I hope that Hogwarts students get like a deal for returning their Lockhart books because they're never gonna need them again, and they had to buy five. Yeah, and they were expensive. Well. N- I doubt it is it because it'll, it'll be like those books that you sell back when the school stops like stocking them because you know nobody's gonna like read those books the yeah. next year. Like nobody's gonna read a Lockhart book because he's been. Yeah, outed. but they were like lied to, and they had to get those books. Like I would try and fight for like suing Lockhart or something. Oh yeah, I'm sure people are suing Lockhart, but Lockhart doesn't have memories. So. Yeah, well, somebody's got this money. <laughs> Maybe it's that nurse that's taking care of them. Fanon! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, just like side note, I in my like next gen fic, I do have like there there is like a child of Lockhart in that person in the nurse, but like they don't like they try to hide their identity that they're like Lockhart's son because they work at the um. They work at, at Madame Rose. Store? No, they work at yeah. Madame Rose Murders because they're a squib. Yikes. Yeah. Just a side note. I didn't know you were writing the next gen. Yes, you do. It's the Roxanne one. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, you're still writing that No, one? but I, like, make plans for it every once in a while. You know, like, the, the, the story still lives in my head. Um... I bet you meant, like, a different one. No. Okay. Oh, I wish. I was writing one for, like, score buzz. Um. <laughs> I love this talking mirror. That's my next note. Love the mirror. <laughs> You're fighting. Smash the mirror. <laughs> You're fighting a losing battle, dear. Yeah. <laughs> so sassy. And then at the end, um, that's the spirit when he's like, I will not be murdered. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, I have that note, too. Yeah. <laughs> I will not be murdered. That's the spirit, dear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's my note about, like, didn't he tell them, like, what was up to Ron and Hermione? That's my so next note, confused. too. What the heck? Why are we so on it? <laughs> what the age? Colleen's gonna hate this episode. <laughs> We're too much in agreement. Um... Okay, so my next note is just sort of sassy to people who hate Black Hermione. <gasps> is that your next note, too? Yes! The very brown yeah. Hermione? Yeah, it was like Ron looked freckly and ginger as usual, and Hermione looked very brown. Yes! I When I first read it, I was like, oh, they're talking about her hair. Then I was like, no. No. Very brown. So yes. There. 
There you go. In canon. Like, if you don't look at the book art, the book art, Hermione yeah. is supposed to have darker skin. Like, or you could read it that way. So nobody needs to, like, be having, like, a huge old hissy fit about her black Hermione. I mean, you shouldn't anyway. But right, like, but I'm also... saying in general, their main excuse is, like, it's not like that in the books. And I'm like, mm. No, I saw that too. I was, like, very brown. Very brown. Um, also, valid fear, Harry, when he says... Um, <laughs> Harry hopes she never found out that he pretended to be Neville while on the run from the Ministry of Magic to Neville's grandmother. <laughs> oh yeah, it's totally fair. Um, okay, what does this say? Okay, this is a long note. Why was I writing in full sentences? I never do that. Okay, here's what my note says. I'm just going to be honest. When Ron and Hermione get there, I was just so excited. Oh, and interested that I forgot to take proper notes. That was a very full sentence. I know. Wait, what were you excited about? Just them being there. Like, I was, like, like reading this. trio back together? Yeah, like, I don't know. For some reason, like, when I was reading this and I was excited about Harry being in Hogsmeade or being in uh, Diagon Alley by himself and everything, like, I was on the journey with him. And then when Ron and Hermione got there and when they get there, it's, like, joke after joke after joke. Like, yeah, I was and just, forged. Yeah, like... and the... And they're having so much banter, Ron and Hermione, already. This is such a light book. Like, even though there are arguments later on in, like, mm -hmm. Ron and Hermione or whatever, but, like, for overall, it's just very lighthearted, and it's so nice, because the next book's really gonna gut punch you. Right, exactly. So when I say that, like, I was just so excited, I think I was just laughing. Like, I was just enjoying my time reading, so I didn't take very many notes, but I, I got back on it. Yeah. Um... Very subtle, John, or John, Ron's jealousy and resentment. He's like, probably because it's you, isn't it? Famous Harry Potter and yeah. all that. I oh. hate to see what the ministry do to me if I blew up or not. Uh, but it's so subtle. It's, it's like, not funny, Ron. And Harry could have been expelled. But, like, she's just laying that, like, or she's already laid it, but it's just, like, um, little things like that. Mm -hmm. It's not, like... Ron, who has always been jealous of Harry, like, it's mm -hmm. just, like, these little lines that are, like, he, he's saying it jovially, mm -hmm. but you know it's coming from, like, a very real place. Oh, yeah. Also, <laughs> to, like, the whole them back together, like, that meant that Ron and Hermione spent the whole day together going shopping and stuff I like know. that. <laughs> so cute. Oh, also, man. like, just straight up rude that they did not try harder to find Harry. Well, they didn't know Harry was there. No, I know, but it's like they didn't ha they wouldn't have ha wouldn't whatever owl they had find Harry not go to private drive. But they didn't send him an owl. But they I were guess. supposed to. Oh, yeah. To say I, when they were going to I'm saying that's on Harry because it he is has on Harry cuz he had access, but I'm saying they also like had done all this planning and did not give Harry the owl like yeah. they said they would. Why well, they were probably also afraid to mail him. Mhm. Mm but Well, oh, that's true because they didn't know what was going on because... They did send him the birthday thing, but I think you're right. They were kind of making an exception for that. Yeah, and they all... But I'm talking about they probably... They had heard that he had blown up his aunt, so they didn't know, like, 
what was happening. And he did send Hedwig. Wait, but they did know that he was staying there because Ron's dad knew that they were staying he was staying. Yeah, but I don't know it at what point. That's true. I don't know. But they were like, yeah, we knew you were fine. We know what happened. I don't think any of them were upset. They were like, oh, we're just happy to see you all. Like, they were all fine with it. Right. So we shouldn't be upset. I'm just saying. I, I, I get this, like, weird, like, twinge of jealousy for Harry because he gets it too later when, like, Ro- when Hermione's been there for, like, a month and then Harry's like, what the fuck, guys? Yeah. Like, why? But, like, Harry spends time with, like, Ron all the time. or like, No, I know. It's yeah. just that when Hermione goes and stays with the Weasleys longer than Harry does, I'm always like, Hermione, you have a family that loves you. Yeah. That's the whole fifth yeah. angst, though. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. But I would be upset, too. Honestly, if oh, I were Harry, I would be upset, too. 100% I would be. Not about the prefect thing, but about the, um... I mean, I would be as upset about the prefect thing because I should have been a prefect, but, like... No, with if everything I, else. If I were Harry, I wouldn't be upset yeah. about the prefect thing. Same. Because, one, Ron... I wouldn't well, be upset because I knew Ron... Um, should get something yeah. of his own. But if I was Harry, I'd be like, why would Ron get it over, like, me? Like, what did Ron kind of do, you know? Right. I mean, I would think that, but Harry is, like, mad about it. Yeah. And that's not... And I would understand, like, Ron needs something. Like, I think in that moment, I would be more happy for Ron. Yeah, which Harry does say. He's like, Ron doesn't get anything. Um, but he's still snippy about like, it for if, a long time. Like, if Neville had gotten it, like, I don't think Harry would have cared. It's only because it's Ron. Which I think is... Which makes me matter. Like, on Ron's behalf. Like, yeah. Harry, get over it. But also, Harry, you go through a lot, so. And also, like, Ron really shouldn't have gotten it. No, Ron doesn't deserve it. But I, I also disagree with you that I think Neville would have been a, like, great prefect in that time in his life. We disagree on this. But, um... Yeah. I mean, Neville showed prowess from, like, book one. Okay. Getting them to follow the rules. Right, but that's not, I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, Neville, like, can't, he's still. I know, the whole, you are hung up on the password. The password thing, but it's also, like, Neville can't keep track of things. Like, I think year six or seven, when he finally comes into his own, like, that's when he would But be... he comes into his own in the fifth book, which is when you become a prefect. That's when he comes into his own. Okay. Okay, but he doesn't. You have to be able to show that you could but be I think a good prefect he does before have that. A foundation, maybe the same amount as Ron. But uh, but Ron breaks more rules. That's true. And I think prefect. Yes, the passwords is definitely important. I think you're right there. But I think a lot of it is like making sure people are like following the rules, which Neville does, and he tries to get them to because he doesn't want them to get in trouble. Yeah. I mean, that's true, too. I also think there's something to being a prefect of you have to have some sort of, like, um... Leadership. Yeah, which Neville doesn't really have here. Like, nobody's gonna listen to Neville if Neville's like, hey, could you follow the rules? Like, they're gonna do what Harry, Ron, and Hermione did, which was ignore him and not do what they're supposed to do anyway. Um, I, I think Neville over Ron. Personally. Like, 100%. <laughs> Probably. And I love Ron. <laughs> I also think they break rules for 
a good reason. No, I, that's not what I'm talking, I don't, that's I know, but I I'm mean, saying, though. I don't think, like, it's, like, not, I think when you say, like, Ron breaks rules, it's not to the same extent as, like, Fred and George breaking rules, where but they're I'm, doing it to, for the sake of breaking but rules. But I'm talking about, like, a prefect who's, like, not supposed to care what the reason is. Like, they're supposed to be enforcing the rules. Like, that's just the job of the prefect. They're also supposed to protect the school, though. Like, Kinda. I mean, like, that's not like they're... They're off their main job, but that is what they, like, they are supposed to do. They're supposed to, like, guard the students and, like, protect, you know. You have to, like, go to each class with a prefect when the basilisk is out, like. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we all, we already know their selection of prefects is off because it wasn't James, like, head boy or something. According to Hagrid. Oh, well, granted, Hagrid, but Lupin was prefect. Yeah. And you can't be head boy without being prefect. So I don't know. Yeah. that I, That's just, like, a mistake on JK's part. Yeah. And also, but it's okay because it's Hagrid, because Hagrid would be like, oh, they were perfect. Mm-hmm. Both, anybody, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, there was some disagreement for everybody. <laughs> um, Hermione, tell us how much your parents gave you <laughs> for the whole money debate, because she says... It's, um, my birthday, my parents gave me some money, um, so she has ten galleons, but I want to know how much her parents gave her. Right, but ten galleons buys you one pet. Which, pets are expensive. Right, so how much, so a galleon is worth more than a dollar. Oh, for sure. Like, how much is, how much, like, because a dog, if you buy it, like, if you don't adopt a dog, if you buy a dog, it's, like, 200-something dollars. So, so, I don't think it's that level. I think, based off of these chapters, I think it's, like, 17 sickles to a galleon or something like that. So, I think 17 sickles is, like, 10 bucks. And so, like, a galleon is worth, like, 10 bucks. So, like, ten galleons is, like, a hundred bucks. Oh, wow. That's what I think. That's my guess. Tweet at us or Facebook us okay, if you have so a thought. Okay, so ten dollars. So, for this Could cat, you, this cat up, would be a hundred bucks. Yeah, can we look up that site that I was telling you about last time? Oh, the first Firebolt was 10000 and then the new one was... That's what I was saying, like, the newest one. I know, but I think the one that Harry got was 10000 Right. House robes are only 5 galleons, so that would be, like, in my head, $50. Yeah, that makes sense, though. Like, your school uniform. I think yours is close. Because that seems reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I don't know, that's what I came up with based off of, like, the night bus ticket and then, like, the cat and things like that. Mm -hmm. Because the night bus ticket, even if you got the most expensive one, it was under $10. Yeah. In my head. Yeah. Because it was, like, 15 sickles. Mm Mm-hmm. And that included a toothbrush with a color. That's cheaper than Uber, honestly. I need to, like, be in the wizarding world and use the night bus on a night out. Well, I mean, you could just take the bus, which is, like, two bucks. <laughs> oh. Well, okay, I'm talking about, like, in Maryland, where the the metro stops at midnight. <laughs> I, this is my note about J.K. Rowling. She's so sneaky and well done. 
of course, we believe it started in Egypt, talking about scabbers and, like, him falling Mm -hmm. ill, and Ron's like, it all started in Egypt, and so it's like, oh, that makes sense, like, taking your pet to Egypt, now he's really sick. Um, I have a couple notes before that. Ron excited about his new um, his new wand. Oh, yeah, thank God. Can you imagine if he hadn't gotten that? I know. And Hermione being like, oh, just, I just have the zinger from Ron, which is funny. When Hermione's talking about, ooh, my mom gave me tin galleons for a gift for my birthday. And Ron's like, what about a nice book? Yeah. (laughs) And then Hermione doesn't get that he's like making fun of her. She's like, oh no, I think I'm going to do something more special this time. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. Hilarious. Uh, Scabbers is looking thinner. I bet he is. I bet you're Good. so nervous. Fear serious. Um, what powers might a magical rat have? <laughs> I have so many notes. Oh, sorry. What powers might a magical rat have? I have no idea. I was thinking about this as well. I was well. like, oh, a magical rat. What would he do? <laughs> Maybe it, like, jumps, does, like, tricks or something. Yeah. Because, like, a a Kiesel can, like, sense things. They're, like, protective. Yeah, and they know, like, maybe it's more, like, a familiar than... I don't I was hoping it would do, like, tricks or something. I think it, or it can, like, change colors. I was thinking change size. Like, I don't know. Oh, no. I hope it doesn't change size. A large rat seems horrifying to me. I don't like rats, but. I mean, I don't have a problem with rats. Like, my friend Maddie used to have a pet rat, and we used to play with them. So, pet rats, and I used, we used to play with them a lot, and they were fine at the size that they were. So, uh, just the idea of a big one, though, I'm going to give a hard pass. Hard pass. Um, I like that right away. Crookshanks, Crookshanks knows what's up. I know. So much foreshadowing in this chapter. Oh, my goodness. And well, what the whole rat thing is just another yeah. foreshadow obs. But, like, this is a common rat. Like, why? This might be Missing the a finger. First time I noticed that... She, she's been, or he's been doing this from the beginning. Like, I, I knew that this whole thing happened where Crookshanks, like, jumped and it was, like, a whole rat thing, but I never linked this specific incident to all the other times. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yes. I never really thought about it before. Um, I definitely have only because I, like, love Crookshanks. Yeah, and I definitely knew the other times it was always because of that, but this is also before Crookshanks even meets Sirius mm-hmm. and, like. Like, from the very beginning, as soon as Crookshank sees Scabber, she knows that it's, like, an imposter, basically. Yeah. I love that about I keep Crookshanks. calling Crookshanks she, but it's a, it's he. a he. But it's good. It's fine. But I love Crookshanks, no matter. Should we start talking about fan theories about Crookshanks? Because there's quite a few. Sure. Let's do it. So we haven't done this in a little while, but each book we're going to talk about different fan theories that um, are popular. Um, So for right now, we're going to talk about a couple of different theories that have to do with Crookshanks. Um, And obviously Crookshanks is throughout the whole series and throughout the book, but we'll just touch on them now. Um, So first, Crookshanks is half 
Kniez or how do you say it? Kiesel. Kiesel. Wait, this might be something else. This is K N E A Z E, which is a breed of highly in- intelligent magical feline. Um, it should be Kiesel. That's what that means. That's what a high, highly magical feline is, is a Kiesel. Maybe Kniez is. Yeah. Okay, well, whatever. Kiesel, Kniez. Maybe that's like the sing. I don't know. You pick your word. Um, so, like, just basically that it's highly intelligent. Um, it's not like a garden variety. And what's the other one? Okay, so there's two. That Crookshanks used to belong to Lily Potter and the Potters because they mention in that letter that, um, they have a cat. And then Harry thinks, like, whatever happened to the cat, you know, things. Oh, it's so sweet. And so, Ooh, that's, I, I love that fan I know, theory. so do I. Because the shop lady about Crookshanks is always like, oh, yeah, she's, this poor cat's been here for a really long time. Yeah, just like Ron's had scabbers for a really long time. Love it. Because um, they talk about how Harry almost runs the cat over with the toy broomstick when he's a baby. Uh-huh. Um, and that, yeah, Hermione buys the cat. Um, and the cat instantly chases Scabbers, so that means the cat was around when, like, Scabbers, like, oh, man. I, I really like this yeah. theory. And the cat recognizes Sirius, again, mm-hmm. because it knew Sirius. Um, yeah, so that's just really interesting. But I think my only note to that is that if it was the same cat, then Sirius would have said something. I mean, he could have forgotten, but yeah. they, like, talk as animals, so, like, yeah. I feel like Sirius would have been, like, in, when he says to Hermione, oh, you have a really smart cat there, he would have been, like, hey, that was your parents' yeah. cat, Harry. Okay, and the last theory is Crookshanks is Lily Potter, a.k.a. I was just about to say Hermione's that. cat is Harry's mom. <laughs> A lovely Tumblr post wrapped up a handful of speculation on this theory, which posits that Crookshanks is actually Lily Potter reincarnated, evidenced by the red hair, the green eyes, I mean, coincidence, and that Crookshanks was always trying to get scabbers, nay, Peter Pettigrew. That's even Crookshanks as Lily fan fiction called The Mother Who Lived. <laughs> Some people think that Crookshanks is Regulus Black in Animagus form, and he just never becomes human again, even after Baltimore's defeated, I guess. He just likes being a cat now. Although, we, like, lose track of Crookshanks as the series goes on. Like, in the seventh one, we have no idea what happens Crookshanks goes to Australia. That's what I think, with her parents. Um. Yeah, I don't... I'm not going to go into this whole, like, Crookshanks is Lily Potter. But, but I was thinking that when we you said theories about Crookshanks, I'm like, I bet one is that Crookshanks is Lily. I also like that one because I think it's hilarious. But I act, I legitimately like that it used to be their cat. Like, I, I'll take that as fanon. Oh, there's, like, a whole fan fiction on, like, Sirius and Lily having a conversation about, like, how she has to, like, turn into a cat to, like, protect her son. But then, like, why would she, like... Why would she stay in that that form for so long? 
It does not make sense. She could just, like, be alive. Yeah. She could not let her son be tortured by these people. Okay. So those are our fan theories for this episode. Um, Tell us what you think about Crookshanks. A lot of theories. All right. Okay, I would like to put in a quote for this part of the book that I thought was really funny. They made their way back up the crowded street to the magical menagerie. As they reached it, Hermione came out, but she wasn't carrying an owl. Her arms were clamped tightly round the enormous ginger cat. You bought that monster? said Ron, his mouth hanging open. He's gorgeous, isn't he? said Hermione, glowing. That was a matter of opinion, thought Harry. The cat's ginger fur was thick and fluffy, but it was definitely a bit bow-legged, and its face looked grumpy and oddly squashed, as though it had run headlong into a brick wall. (laughs) They just, like, go back and forth in a really cute, like, bantery way that I really liked and thought was hilarious. Like, just so sassy. I was... My note says I was crying, which means that I must have been laughing very hard. That's what you were laughing about. Yeah, because he's so sad that he's like, well, that's a matter of opinion. <laughs> it's not that funny. I think it's funny, Molly. Allow me to think it's funny. Oh, man. I thought it was like, I don't know what There I are funnier it. things later, too, but this yeah. really got me. Tickled me. I think it's cute. I think it's cute, too. I also just think it's like... This is where they start to flirt. Yes. This whole book. Yeah. So much. Ugh. Percy is so extra. I love Percy in this chapter. Are you serious? In this, no, in like a, he's hilarious. Like he's the worst in this chapter, but it like makes me laugh. This whole chapter makes me laugh. I love Percy in this chapter mainly because it like puts Fred and Forge in top <laughs> Form, which uh, is forged. which is yes. like my favorite. They are so good. This yeah, chapter. that's my next line. I love Forge and how they just like needle him so much, and then they like go and congratulate Ron for like needling him. Yes. Would uh, would we get a reward for uh, if we catch Black like Ron talking about getting a reward for getting Sirius Black and his dad's like no you're not going to catch Sirius Black Ron please don't try to do that I know for the money <laughs> my next note says poor Jenny because she cannot talk to Harry still. I know. You would think, like, maybe that has bonded them and she feels more comfortable, but it's, like, almost in the opposite direction. Yeah, poor thing, poor thing. Uh, Fred and George. Yeah, can we just talk about Forge? This quote, let's just throw this. Yes, I have it meant to quote this, too. So- Percy, however, held out his hands solemnly as though he and Harry had never met and said, Harry, how nice to see you. Hello, Percy, said Harry, trying not to laugh. I hope you're well, said Percy, pompously, shaking hands. It was rather like being introduced to the mayor. 
Very well, thanks. Harry, said Fred, elbowing Percy out of the way and bowing deeply. Simply splendid to see you, old boy. Marvellous, said George, pushing Fred aside and seizing Harry's hand in turn. Absolutely spiffing. Percy scowled. That's enough now said Mrs. Weasley. Mom, said Fred, as though he'd only just spotted her and seizing her hand too. How really corking to see you. I said that's enough. And then my favorite line is, Mom, how really corking to see you. <laughs> so funny. Why are they everything? Like, they're so quick and I love them so Oh my. Me too. They also are like so in line with Harry's thoughts because Harry's like, <laughs> like what? what? The fuck? And then they're like, ooh. This book, the third and fifth, are my favorite Forge books. And like this one, it's like more low key because like they're not fighting Umbridge. So it's like they can have more fun and like yeah. they give them a map and like oh, just everything about Forge in this book is like everything it's so perfect just another little quote about forge we tried to shut him in a pyramid but mum caught us at it <laughs> i just said yes to all the weasleys and it's this page so i'm in the paperback it's page 78 it's just the um, she's in the huge paperback she's not in the regular paperback i think it's the regular paperback but no um, mine is not that big you have the British version. But even my regular version in paperback is not like that. Oh. Well, whatever. Anyway, it's this version. whole page of, like, it starts with that, and then it's, like, um, the they're talking about the second boy in the family, and, like, Ginny's giggling, and they're, like, she has other brothers to be role models, and, like, oh. I don't know, I just love it, and, like, they're all going back and forth and bantering, yes. and it reminds me of, like, my family, and yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's so real about family. Yeah, I also love when they first introduced the ministry car, and Fred and, and Percy's like, Dad, why would they send a ministry car for us? And Fred and George is like, oh, oh they must free. have heard. <laughs> you made that boy. They're all going to be waving flags with huge HB on them, standing humongous. for his humongous big head. <laughs> oh, man. They're so funny. You and know then who's really like, funny? J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Like, she keeps these rolling. I know. And then Percy's like, um, father, what are the cars for? And, like, I think it's sweet that the Weasleys, like, patronize Percy. Like, they are, like... Well, like, Molly defends Percy. But Percy needs to be taken down a peg. Like, right, but, like, Arthur and Molly don't do it, which I think is good parenting. Yes, yes. I mean, Although I Arthur Pop laughs. Arthur laughs, but, like, he also will, like, you know, yes. do the thing and, like, answer him and, like, be serious with him. I Arthur... Is such a great character. Me too. I was thinking that too. Uh, I yeah. He's that perfect relationship of like following rules and like being good hearted and like mm -hmm. letting things that don't matter slide. Like, uh, he should be like a teacher. I think he would be. He should teach Muggle studies. Stop. He should he teach should. Muggle studies. I mean, he's not that knowledgeable about Muggle. All right, <laughs> but. Um, in, like, the real world, but in the yeah. wizarding world he is, but, um, I just, oh, he's, like, so good, and I feel like he's so good with, like, 
Fred and George, and he, like, knows when to be tough with them, and they respect him when he is. Ugh. And he'll, like, laugh with them. Like, yes. Fan theory knew for me, this, not fan theory, but just fanon, (laughs) that, um... Hugo, Ron and Hermione's son, is just like Arthur and uh, bonds with him over the muggle stuff. That would be so sweet. Agreed. Okay. Um, also, Fanon, that once all of this dies down, he takes up the post of muggle studies professor since Burbage oh, was killed. Yikes. But yes, Fanon. Um, although Molly might be, like, the saddest <laughs> to live predominantly she would by move there now that she doesn't have any kids that's true she could like work with madame pomfrey or something that's true run the kitchens i'm gonna write a fic yes um okay but also percy brings it on himself that's my next, for sure that's my next note where's my head boy badge i took it out for polishing it's like, I'm going to change before dinner. Like, why do you have to change purse? Nobody, Nobody else is <laughs> Percy, get out. Also, what a snitch. He's yeah. like, oh, Ron hasn't put his stuff away. It, oh, that's what I'm talking about. I thought that was very, like, sibling. Like, Ron oh. hasn't put his stuff yeah. away. He's left it on my bed. But Percy's, like, supposed to be almost 17. I know. And Ron is barely 13 or not even 13 he yet. is 13 because he's harry's the youngest oh yeah so he's like 13 but still so so no, but obnoxious. i mean like no yeah that's what i'm saying yeah om- either 17 or almost 17 like. obnoxious um my next note as we were already saying i love arthur such a good yes. father, such a good man. Just, like, all around, one of the best, like, characters we get in terms of, like, you're a like decent, a good person. great person, yeah. Arthur. Because I also am in total agreement with him on this Harry thing. Yeah. When I said, and I think we probably both agree that Lupin is in that same vein of, like, being just a really good person. Yeah. And I said Arthur and Lupin are the only, like, sane ones where they're treating Harry like he's an actual person. And, like, Lupin does it in this book, but he also does it later on where he's, like, I'm not going to shield Harry from this, like. Yeah. Um, but I'm still going to, like, protect him. Because, like, Arthur is really protective of Harry, too, but he's, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to treat him like a child, though. Well, which is why he wants to tell Harry. It's, like, yeah. partly I want to protect him and partly, like, hey, he's 13 and he's done these two things before. Like, he's so right. Molly, like, Molly sometimes gets a little too, like over maternal like for how me. she is with jenny yeah but but i'm also like listen to arthur because he's not just like oh let's tell him because we need to have him fight but it's like he's right like ron has already said hey if we find black do we get the reward for it like that's exactly the way harry and ron think just like arthur said they're gonna go after him yeah. if we don't tell them specifically not to and Molly's like, the truth would terrify him, which Arthur also thinks it would terrify him, but, like, that's not true, like, and they probably don't know that side of Harry because they don't see him that much. Yeah. But, like, that's not what would terrify him Yeah, if they knew the, if he knew the actual truth, like, the whole truth, it would, in, like, uh, what is it, like, it would be a, 
motivator yeah it would motivate him to go find him which is exactly what it does and arthur once he sees harry's reaction knows immediately that that's what his reaction is going to be i don't think arthur wants to tell him that part no i know but i'm saying in general if they told him the whole truth which is i think arthur's way and i it's in the next chapter but he says um like no matter what, don't go looking for Right, black. that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's, like, preparing it because he knows Harry might find out. Mm-hmm. Like, he says specifically, and we will talk about it next yeah. chapter, no matter what you hear. Yeah. Like. Ugh, Arthur. Ugh, Arthur's so good. Such a great man. Love it. Love it. Oh, my next note's sad. It just says, guys, also in a full sentence. <laughs> It says, guys, guys, I will never get over Sirius being framed. I'll never get over it, ever. I, so you obviously brought this up a couple of times, um, and I don't, for some reason, it doesn't, that doesn't get to me as much, and I think it's because it doesn't get to Sirius. Like, it never seems like Sirius really cares that people hate him or think that he's guilty like he does talk about it a little bit but um he's never like sad about it but it's the whole thing like it's not just because people hate him that's not why I'm not can't get over it's specifically that Harry feels these things about him one is what hurts me and two it's um I hate that he had to be alone in that miserable place dealing with all of that self-hatred. That is all, like, very terrible. But I don't don't know. For some reason, I don't always get drawn to that. I always get drawn to, like, after he dies. Like, that's what really devastates me is, like, what could have been. Or even, like, what could have been if he hadn't gone to Azkaban. Like, those kinds of things. Like, it's all wrapped up in the same thing for me. But I'm not even talking about death serious, which... I'm going to be a mess because that also gets to me. But even in just, like, third book alone, just thinking about, like, what Harry's life could have been, thinking about all of Sirius and Azkaban really makes me sad. I just... Yeah. I just don't know. I can't imagine the amount of pain. Like, just being in Azkaban in general is supposed to make you mad. amount of time, too. Yeah, but for 12 years and with as much self-hatred and and pain as he's going through. you didn't actually kill anybody. Right. But, like, you still feel so guilty for what you've done. Right. Which you shouldn't, Sirius. Hear me. <laughs> Just so sad. So sad. And then, I don't know. Also, it's Harry, how Harry feels about Sirius gets to me, and how Lupin feels about Sirius gets to me. That makes me I sad, I think the too. Lupin part's worse. Yeah, that one really hurts me. Oh, okay, anyway, we'll keep going. We're not even to that part in the book yet. Um, I'm at, like, it's sweet how much they care for him. And, like, they don't even, like, they barely know him. Like, the Weasleys barely yeah. know Harry. And they care for him so much. Like, Molly treats him like a son. Like, no doubt. She's, oh, like, yeah. made you a sandwich. Like, One I would be mine. devastated if you died. Or, like, got hurt or mm-hmm. anything. And Arthur's like, I gotta protect this person that's in our lives like it's just so endearing but But also and it's not because he's famous yeah you know I mean also there is the part of it where it's like 
he did save Jenny's life last year. But I don't even. But I don't. Th- I, don't I don't see that. That's yeah. a part of it. But I'm saying in terms of like that, just only makes him them yeah. love him more. You know, right. and I, like Harry treats them like family the same way they. You know, it they just treat all, him like family. Yeah. Yeah. So much good setup for Dementors too in this, like th- them saying like all this like talk when the, of all them. the talk of the Dementors or they call them the guards of Azkaban, which I think is pushing it a little bit because from the rest of the books they always call them Dementors or whatever. They yeah. never only call them guards of Azkaban, but I'm like I'll go with it. I'll buy a convention. It's also like a good. Um, It, oh, it's a good indication about the Dementors, the fact that Arthur doesn't like them. Oh, yeah. Like, that's really telling. And it kind of makes me mad that they make Molly be like, why? You should be happy that they're there. Because I think, like, Molly's not like that. I think they just needed an opposing side yeah. for Arthur um, to have this whole argument, which I think this was a great way to for Harry to hear it rather than Arthur actually telling him. I also think Dementors in the magical world up until this point are very, like, if you haven't been to Azkaban or work with law enforcement, you don't really know what yeah. they're like. Like, and I don't Arthur think... Arthur does right, know. Right, which, and I think Molly doesn't know True. what they're like. She She's just like, sees them as people who are, like, guards protecting it's them. It's like, oh, it's a good thing. Yeah, like, like, she, it doesn't cross her mind that they would attack the kids. But yeah. I think it's because she doesn't know how they work. Yeah. Big head boy. Uh, yeah, well, that was my next one. I was like, do Forge know how the trace works? Because they just do magic. And I think they probably have it figured oh, out. Yeah, they that they can just do magic. We did some alterations on it. I love them. They're so sneaky. Also, Harry, so sweet. <laughs> Going and remembering to get the rat. <laughs> After all of that. After all of that. Just pick up the rat tonic. Also, I thought about that. Like, it just somehow, I, it gives me a lot of joy that, um, that Scabbers, a.k.a. Um, Wormtail, is going to have to drink this rat medicine. Yeah, I hope it's fucking that's disgusting. That's disgusting and probably will make him sicker. Good. Yeah, like, it just gave me a lot of joy. Um, I said again with the hogs need. It's, like, the only time that this is a major plot, which we've talked about it, like, we get it, like, why Harry's so upset about it, but it still seems so, like, trivial. Or, like, what, what is that word? Uh, tri- trivial. Trivial, yeah. Yeah, it does. It definitely does. <laughs> then, as we said, killing it with the one-liners at the end of the chapter, I'm not going to, what did you say? <laughs> Um, I'm not going to die or something. No, I'm not going to be murdered. Harry out loud. And then the the mirror bringing it full circle says, "That's the spirit, dear." Sleepily. <laughs> Killing it, J.K. Killing um, it. Love it. And I had one quick line before that. It was like Harry being 
his like normal like kind of self-righteous self where he's like did they think he couldn't look after himself he'd escaped lord Voldemort three times he wasn't completely useless like that's so hairy i know like that is his angst through and through through and through and it, I, it's a valid argument but it's him just being like stop it's also that, exactly like, what I would think in my head if I were yeah, Harry. Like, same. I'd be I like, mean, can people stop? Like, I've yeah. saved the world twice, three times. I did it when I was a beb, so. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it, but it's so Harry. Oh, yeah, definitely Harry. It brings us to um, your favorite line, which we'll discuss uh, next chapter. Get ready. <laughs> it's in all caps. <laughs> My notes. Um, Alrighty, so let's uh, talk about. Um, uh, oh, our points. Points, yeah. Alright, so I actually gave this one less points than the last one. I gave it a hundred points. Oh, I, I gave it a hundred too. Yeah. I mean, I gave the last one like a lot of points. Crazy amount and of points. I don't know why. I think because. If this chapter had just been him in Diagon Alley, it probably would have been more points. And I really liked the whole argument with Molly and Arthur, but it brought me down emotionally, so it brought my points down. Oh, see. Do you know what I mean? I did this one more than last chapter because it was still, like, the short, like, you get the, like, Diagon Alley bit. But I like the conversation with Molly and Arthur, and I like how much in-depth thinking you have to do about it. And oh, the I love it. And serious situation, and I just, yeah. and the different opinions, and you don't really get to see adults argue like this. Yeah, which very is very real, like, yeah. a married couple like that, that clearly love each other but like have genuine arguments and it was also interesting um we didn't talk about this very much but the way molly and arthur argued was very like real to like a married couple like they argued about it and then like a functioning like good communicating married couple molly was like well you do what you think is best but here this is what my she's opinion like i is. love you for whatever you do right but this thing. is my opinion on the matter and arthur was like yeah i hear what you're saying but i'm gonna have to do what i think is best and then they leave it at that and yeah. you can tell that that's not gonna be a marriage wrecking decision yeah you know but they talked about it yeah which i think that is a I love it. I love the whole conversation. I love how it happens, but it does, like, bring me down in a certain mm-hmm. way. So it's, like, uh, I love, like, the whole Diagon Alley part is, like, so happy for me. And mm-hmm. it's, like, I love it so much. And so, like, that part I was, like, really high for. And then, like, this brought me down lower. But, like, it was still all really good. It's just kind of, like, um, like, really sad, like, deaths and things like that. It's, like, it's really powerful, but it's, like, ooh, I don't feel good about it. Yeah. Like, I don't like seeing Molly and Arthur arguing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, Harry's obviously, like, really upset about it for, like, re- Reasonable reasons. reasons. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, 100 points. I gave it 100, too. Who's your champ? Okay, so, this chapter, I decided, hmm, I don't have a rat. So I did two champions. <laughs> I did two champions in lieu of doing a rat and a champion. I made an executive decision for myself. So my first champion is Crookshanks. I wanted to give it to Crookshanks, but I gave it to Arthur. If I could do three, it would be Arthur. Who is your second? 
Scratch Oh, well. Because they were so funny. And then it was like the Arthur part happens at the end, and I had already made my decision to do Crookshanks and uh, Forge, so I couldn't, like, go back on it in the end. It felt too, like, I'd already chosen. I definitely considered giving it to Forge, but... Um, there were so many good champs this chapter, but Arthur is definitely an honorable mention. Like he's so great. And if I'm think if I had to pick one, it would probably be Arthur, even though he's not one of my two. Yeah. But for um, I, you know, um, really dug deep and found a rat in Percy. Percy, obviously. <laughs> but I think Percy, like. I like Percy's place in this chapter because he sets up so much for Fred and George. So I was like, I'd rather give Fred and George a champion than have Percy be my rat. I almost did Crookshanks as my champ and um, Wormtail as my rat. Or Scabbers as my rat. Well, Scabbers will be the rat, I'm sure, in later chapters. Yeah, right. But I was like, he didn't really do anything. But I so wanted to just do the animals in this chapter. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, just like... For, for, yes, for aesthetic reasons. Exactly, but I went with Arthur and Percy. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, hoggy, hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. Yeah. Um, all right, what's your quiz? <laughs> My quiz is so mean. I don't know why I did it. It's because I did it early on and I just wanted Is this to... an NEWT? <laughs> what do you mean? Like a or, really difficult yeah. question? Oh yeah, it's a newt question. Um <laughs> What does the hag order to eat at the Leaky Cauldron? <laughs> Frog legs. No, fuck clubs, I guess. What? It's liver. Oh. <laughs> Just liver? Yep. It was a terrible question. I'm sorry. I knew when I asked it, it was terrible. Um, alright. What is the person in front of them at li- in the line at the animal place getting? Um... Like a newt, or like a like a salamander, or something. Please be specific. <laughs> or what is your answer? Salamander. Uh, is it a newt? It's a double-ended newt. Okay. But like blast-ended scroot, double-ended newt. Okay. Well, I feel like I All get right, those points. All right, liver. I feel like I get the points. So, but sal- your your final answer is salamander. Yeah, but a newt and a salamander are basically the same. They're not the same thing. They're similar. If you had just said newt, I would have given you the point. But you chose salamander. Fine. I said newt or salamander. I said what's they your final seem answer? Similar to me. I think they're different enough. They have different names. <laughs> there is no mention of salamander. It's because when it said newt, I went, oh, like a lizard or salamander. Like a scamander. Got it. Good one. 
Um, all right. Also, I'll take the zero points, because my question was so terrible. Um, I think my next question is equally as terrible. Next chapter, chapter five, The Dementor. And password is who's in the compartment with them in on the Hogwarts Express with the trio. Ooh, I love that question. Dun dun dun. Bum bum bum. Mischief managed. Bum 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 bum.